my podcast family and welcome to caregiving is ministry where we look at the word of god through the lens of caregiving we are on the fruit of the spirit or the element of the fruit of the spirit goodness and today we are going back to the book of rome romans and it's going to be the 12th chapter and the 21st verse the new american standard bible reads do not overcome do not be overcome by evil but overcome evil with good The New Life Version reads, Do not let sin have power over you. Let good have power over sin. Don't you find this scripture interesting? Paul urging the church in Rome not to allow sin to overcome them or having power over them, suggesting that sin will try to overpower them and us. Hmm. Sin overpowering us, what does that look like? Honestly, I think we must go back to the previous episode where we were encouraged by Paul not to be conformed by this world. Remember that we are to know and act as citizens of God's kingdom. That's whose citizenship we reside in, remember? By being close to him, we get to see and experience what godly good looks like, remember? So this verse, I think, is expounding upon that verse, which was verse 2 in this same chapter. Sin can only overpower us if we are not walking in the will of God, if we are not allowing the Holy Spirit to transform our minds and hearts. But going back to my question of what does sin overpowering us look like, I think it's when we have not distinguished ourselves from the world when we have become so engrossed in the culture and take on that mindset once again not being transformed so we then act as the world acts we become greedy with power wealth sex we practice debauchery and somehow try to rationalize it we become the people who oppress or manipulate rather than those who free and help this is allowing sin to overtake you. You become a part of it and you begin to practice it. Think of it. You see someone driving on the highway and they get mad for some reason. They cut in front of you and they flip you off, give you the bird, which has happened to me. But as they're pulling in front of you, they have a Jesus sticker sign on on their car. Isn't that kind of contradictory? I saw a sign on a truck that had a picture of a Bible and a picture of a gun. And the caption read, two things that every American should know how to use. And then it said, neither which are taught in school. When did knowing the Bible have the same equivalence as learning how to shoot? Unless you're on a farm. One teaches love your neighbor and turn the other cheek. And the other teaches defend yourself and family. Now listen, I am not against owning a gun. I grew up around guns. My father was a constable. Being in the military, I had to be proficient in guns. I enjoy shooting guns. I'd enjoy going to the rifle range. I just haven't done that yet, but that's something I'd like to do. However, I know that my safety and well-being come from God. If he tells me I need a gun, I'll get one, or if I want one for enjoyment, I'll get one. But they don't have equal footing. To me, this is an example of being immersed in a mindset that you can no longer see the contradiction. We as children of God are supposed to be the moral compass for the world. To see, not not the other way around. Our being close to God and being transformed allows us to reflect his moral compass and allow us to be good and to dispense goodness. 
Paul is urging the church of Rome not to be consumed by the world and not to get so caught up as we often do. We're supposed to be administering agents of goodness, not administering agents of sin. So he tells them and he tells us to do good. The solution to not being overtaken by sin is to do good. How can we do good in a sin-filled world? A world where we know that we will be taken advantage of, where we will be, where we will experience trials and tribulations, ups and downs, good days and bad days. First, this is when we really need to lean into Jesus in order to not give in to sin, to really know who he is and to cultivate that relationship. Then we need to forgive if people are mistreating us. We forgive them. And then we give more when necessary. We, we forgive even though we may not want to, but we know that we should because it's for us. You forgive, then you move on or move out if necessary. To do good regardless of what is being done or is being done, what has been done or is being done to you. I know it's hard. But that's what God is asking us to do. We get in our flesh and we want payback. And we may, if we're really honest with ourselves, we we want the other person to suffer a little bit. We want them to, quote unquote, get what's coming to them. But that that also allows for sin to come in and overtake us. We, We become like the world around us. We, as children of God, are to allow God to guide us. We aren't the ancient children of Israel whom he had to instruct to possessing a land that required them to you know, go to war with people. God isn't asking us to go to war with people, nor is he asking us to go to war with Satan. Satan has already been defeated. We are here so Jesus can use us to draw others to him by showing others what citizenship in his kingdom looks like and to grow us to our full maturity in him. So what is our application for today? To sit down and do an introspective look at what we are doing as individuals and as a body of believers. Have we allowed sin to overtake us? Next, are we good? Not just to those whom you love or like or who are easier to be good to, but just being good, period. That is how we overcome evil in this world, by continuing to do good, by practicing the kingdom citizenship that we belong to. As caregivers, yes, we're doing good, but we check our attitudes as we're doing it, not out of obligation, but out of obedience to God and love to God and then love for the person that we're caring for. We can overcome evil with good. It's just a decision that we have to make. My podcast family, I want to just update you on some things that are going on with me. Mama seems to be in her last stages of this battle with Alzheimer's. And so hospice was called yesterday. And whereas I have been planning this for a while, you know it's hard when you're actually 
understand that you're going through the process of saying goodbye to your loved one. So I'm not going to stop doing the podcast because I love doing this and it gives me something to do. And it gets me in God's word and draws me closer to him. All those great things (laughs) that he instructs us to do through this podcast. So we will continue with the fruit of the spirit. But what I will do is as changes occur, I will update you at the end of the episode to let you know the status. So as we go to God in prayer and as I pray for you, I ask that you pray for me because it will be hard. But with God and with you, I'll be able to go through it. And Mama will be able to transition peacefully and hear her Savior say, well done, as she gets on the other end. So let's go to God in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we come thanking you for being God, for being a good God, for working in the details of our lives. For we know that you have a perfect plan and a perfect will for each and every one of us. And today we submit to that plan and your will. We come acknowledging that we may have been consumed by the world, evil desires, evil thoughts, maybe evil actions. And we come asking for forgiveness. We thank you for giving us the opportunity to come to you for forgiveness. But we also ask that you cleanse our hearts so that we can go to others and forgive them. Because we do want you to use us and we do want to display what being a a citizen in your kingdom looks like. We want to practice good. We want to be known for our good. We want to bring honor and glory to your name. Bless the caregivers out there. For the road is not easy, but it is made lighter when we walk with you. Ease their burdens, ease my burden, as we remember that you are Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, and that if we put our complete trust in you, you will bring us through this journey to the other side with grace, mercy, and victory. We love you and we praise you. In the precious name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. All right, caregivers in my other podcast listeners who aren't caregivers. As I close, I will say, now go and minister the act of caregiving in the name